0: back to another episode. My name is Kahaya. I'm the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. Make sure you get yourself a drink. I have just water today. Um, Don't forget to stay hydrated if you haven't already. It's your daily reminder. So let's go ahead and start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day that you provided for us. I pray that you would allow your words to speak to us and through us, Lord. I pray that We'd be encouraged and uplifted um, from this message today, and I pray that we would just um, be in your presence. In your name we pray, amen. So today we are going to be going over Psalm 7, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Verse one: O oh Lord my God, in Thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. This is such a good verse. It starts off fresh. It starts off strong. It just says, put your trust in the Lord. He will deliver you from all those who persecute you. He will be your rock and he will be your guide. It's that simple. Just put your trust in the Lord and you will not have to worry. He is going to deliver you and he always will. We're going to do verse 2 through 4 next. Lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces, while there is none to deliver. O Lord, my God, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have awarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is mine enemy. So David's saying it doesn't matter what happens to him, even if his soul is horn into pieces if there's no one left on earth to save him he knows that the lord is with him and that he is in his hands and that the evil will not get peace and they will not be rewarded That's such a good reminder just to remember that the lord is not going to forsake you he won't leave you and that's such a common theme in the psalms but it's repetitive for a reason and we can use this to allow the word to be stored in our hearts um it's definitely easy to forget the word but if we remind ourselves if we repeat it if we write it and if we say it out loud it will stick in your heart and when you are down and having those hard days and those hard times you will be able to remind yourself of the goodness of God in it. and it will just come out naturally and it won't be like you're trying so hard to remember the Memorize the entire Bible, but it would just be like Yes, Lord, I I agree like you are good because of the verses that you have spoken through me if that makes sense Verse 5 let the enemy persecute my soul and take it Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust Selah, this is a really strong verse. It's very powerful David is Basically saying that he doesn't want the enemy to serve justice and he wants the Lord to serve the justice for him. And also, who better to serve than our holy righteous judge, the only judge, and the most fair and equal judge, you know what I mean? The Lord is not going to be respecters of person. He's going to be respecters of his ways and his laws so just keep in mind when you get discouraged the Lord is not going to use whatever tactics earth and man use to qualify someone for being um sanctified or forgiven or not condemned anymore. Verse 7 So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about for their sakes therefore return thou on high. Verse 8 The Lord shall judge the people Judge me, O oh Lord, according to my righteousness and according to mine integrity that is in me. David is asking to be judged righteously and he wants to be held accountable for the things that he's doing and he's hoping that is the same for other people, but he's saying judge me, like take me as an example of how you are righteous and how you will judge um, righteously and he wants to be an upright man and isn't that the goal? isn't that why we're here? Um, It's very challenging sometimes to find hope and find a purpose in life, but it doesn't, it's not held in your jobs, it's not held in your academic status, your marital status, it's not held in any of that. It's held in what the Lord says about you and how faithful you are and how that faithfulness translates into our character. So don't Be disheartened because the Lord sees you when no one else is looking. The Lord knows when you're being faithful. Just keep being faithful, keep pressing forward. Verse 9: Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. Again, he's just reinforcing this. Let the wicked do what they're gonna do. They will get their justice. The Lord will have his last say, and he will try their hearts, and the righteous will reign. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. Let all your anxieties, all your fears, all your worries go to the Lord and let him take care of them. Verse 10, my defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. 11. God judges the righteous and God is angry with the wicked every day. So we do not have to be insecure in our faith because we aren't judged by man. We are judged by God Almighty. And then also, God judges the righteous as same as he judges the wicked. So we're not any better or worse. We're all sinners here. And he judges them and us every day. So we need to take up our cross daily, deny ourselves daily. We need to do that and renew our minds daily in the Word, in the morning time, before you even start your day. Just start on the right foot because we do not have time to waste anymore. And also, the Lord is going to be able to to distinguish us from everyone else. So don't you want to be set apart? Don't you want to be part of His kingdom part of his glory in his name for his glory you know i don't want to be a part of the maybe you might get in oh you got into heaven by the skin of your teeth no i want to be the well done good and faithful servant you got in because i recognize your faithfulness and i recognize your heart and it was pure and it wasn't for evil intentions you know what i mean we want to be upright we want to be above approach in everything that we say, do, think, all of it. So think about that before you do something that's questionable, before you're doubting on whether or not you should have said something to someone or what, what, how you're going to say something to someone. Just always filter it through the Word. Always ask the Lord before and take it up to Him before because if we don't, then we end up acting on the flesh and not the Spirit. So it's really important and just to be wise with your words and take your time. That's a little bit of a tangent, but I do think that somebody needed to hear that. So let's move on. Verse 12, if he turn not, he will sharpen his sword. He hath bent his bow and he made it ready. Verse 13, he hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordained his arrows against the prosecutors. Wow, um, that's pretty heavy. It's basically explaining that the Lord is not going to be easy on those who didn't take him seriously. If we don't take Jesus and what his word says and who he is seriously, then how does God expect us to even think that we're held accountable? You know, it just comes to show that we need to be spending our time intentionally in the word and making sure we're doing things By the book, and by that book, I mean the holy book. Verse 14, Behold, he travaileth with iniquity, and he hath conceived mischief, and brought forth falsehood. 15, He made a pit, and digged it, and is fallen into the ditch which he made. 16, His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own head head it's saying that if you know the path you're going down and you're aware that there is a God and even if you have not specifically talked to someone who is a Christian about Jesus everyone is self-aware that there is something greater that there's more to life we are here for a purpose and you know that whether or not you are a Christian it's just in our it's just how we are made it's in our DNA it's in our nature Um, The Lord made us to want to know more. So it's saying that if you are digging your own pit, basically, and falling in your own ditch and digging the dirt in there, basically digging up your own grave, that is going to come back on you because you're the one who did that. You cannot blame God. You cannot blame Christians or the next door neighbor. That's on you. You're the one who makes your life choices. You're the one who decides to do what you do. It's called free will. You've been given that opportunity by Jesus so that it wouldn't be a forced love. It's unconditional love that he's given us. But he freely allows us to choose whether or not we decide to follow him. So if you're not following Jesus, you're doing that on yourself, you know? You're digging your own grave, basically. So don't get caught in that trap because that's a dangerous trap. And Jesus can pull you out, but do you really want to be in a pit when he's pulling you out? Or do you want to be on ground level? At least you have a level playing field if you're not underneath the ground. But also, that comes to show that it literally you're literally deciding death. But Jesus conquered death. He made sure that we wouldn't have to dig our own grave. Because he already went to the grave and rose again. So don't dig your own grave. Pick the right way. Choose the right path. And that is following Jesus. Verse 17, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. So after all of this, after all of this grief and this, striving and all of these emotions these big feelings that David has and I guess I'm using the word feelings because they are feelings um that he has in his soul towards certain people and all these emotions he is saying after all that I will praise the Lord doesn't matter who's coming across my path doesn't matter what's happening doesn't matter what's going to happen what has happened any of that does not matter because I'm going to praise the Lord and I'm going to praise his name most high because he is righteous according to his righteousness so because he's righteous we're going to praise him and that is a great way to end this chapter so don't be disheartened and take encouragement in these words that were spoken today because there's so much to be said doesn't matter how much you feel like the world is pushing down on you Jesus is better. He's bigger than that. He is our creator, so he can dig you out of whatever mess that you've put yourself into. And don't worry, because every day is a new day, and it says that you will be renewed every morning, and that you have a new opportunity to get to know Jesus more, and to for- repent, and to be forgiven, and to start afresh. So with that being said, let's go ahead and close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the words that you've spoken um, through the text, Lord. I pray that this word will reach people who's listening or watching. And I pray that you would just have your final say, Lord. I know there's so much evil going on right now. There's so much trials and trepidation. And there's just a lot of heaviness, Lord. I pray that you would lift the burdens of the world. You lift the burdens of each individual person. Um, And I pray that you would just guide people towards you and you would use me and other people like me, um, fellow believers, to uplift those who need you, Lord. We thank you so much for all you do, for everything that you are, for dying on the cross for my sins and everyone else's sins, Lord. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really am blessed by this passage. With that being said, I hope you have a blessed week and that you can also share the encouragement with others. So don't forget to share the good word, share the good news, because Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon. And also remember that he is always with you and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So thank you for watching or listening and I'll see you in the next episode.